Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code Wrestling 2X Pod. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks. Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, and Chino Liao checking in and yes, there are zombies in the background because this week is all about the zombies. Maraming salamat sa... Is that Army of the Dead? Is that the movie? Tama, yes, 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 it is. Yeah. We are Thank not sponsored by Army of the, of the Dead, but no. we might as well try to be sponsored by it. Yes. Siyempre, kasi yung star ng Army of the Dead, kailangan natin pag-usapan, di ba? Uh, we, ha- we have to get on his radar so eventually the hashtag Road to Batista can fully manifest itself. So, what's up to you? pag-uusapan natin yung sando ni Ro, eh. I didn't know it was casual Thursdays up in here. <laughs> Wait, so, since last week, pasyon nagsasando, Chino, baka di mo napansin from last week. It's hot. Sobrang init dito, man. Sobrang init. Ako, nakatapat na ako sa aircon ngayon, ha, literal. Pero, sobrang init pa rin. So, you know, for once, hindi ko masisisi si Ro for uh, flexing, flexing his guns. Apparently, he's got tickets to the gun show. Whatever is left of them. <laughs> uh, say what's up to Sebastian or Vince rather uh, over in the comment section one of our converts yes. from TikTok we'll talk about that in a bit actually we're finally on Kumu sorry if anyone wanted to go to the Kumu stream you can now uh, get on it because we are now finally up on Kumu Perfect. So, yeah. alright sounds good uh, you can send your halo halos your uh, your lechons, everything else that you want to send our way over on Kumu. In the meantime, come in a month, we're going to send something out to you guys because, as you know, we are uh, doing this collab with New Era Caps Philippines for this month. And that's why I'm flexing once again my Macho Man snapback, courtesy of our friends from New Era Caps. So this week, Pinadali namin for everybody, we asked a Hulk Hogan related question and we just wanted you to answer. Uh, in which movie did Hulk Hogan make his motion picture debut as Thunderlips in 1982? Okay, we have a winner, or we will have a winner. Uh, Babyface producer Nikai, let's put it up on the screen. Meron tayong Magic Roulette. Oh, no, no, that's next week's prize. Yung Magic Roulette. Magic Roulette, yeah. There we go. Magic Roulette on the screen. And these are our candidates for the Hulk Hogan gift pack, which features a Hulk Hogan snapback and a Hulk Hogan t-shirt, courtesy of New Era Caps. Babyface producer Nikai, whenever you're ready, spin the wheel. Showing out the virtual Vanna White. Spin that wheel. And hey! our winner is Aaron Alvarez. Our patron. Our Congratulations, Aaron. Hey, congrats, Aaron. Actually, he also went. He also won during the Funko Pop giveaway. Yeah, but I thought we had no control on no, on who oh. wins this one. Yes, so transparent tayo guys. Ah, nakita nyo si virtual bandwagon ng spin. May DTI ah, I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> people really do win prizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The resting, resting. Oh, but don't worry. They get they get other chances yeah. to win our prizes. 
Yeah, so Aaron will get in touch with you. I will get in touch with you myself, actually, so I can personally courier your Hulk Hogan gift pack to you. Now, for next week, uh, we're going to be giving away a Macho Man Randy Savage snapback, kind of like what I'm wearing right now. Have a look. Babyface producer Nikai, let's put it up on the screen. There, that's our prize for this week. So watch out for the question we're about to ask about Macho Man Randy Savage, obviously. But in the meantime, you can follow New Era Cap on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at New Era Cap PH. Please follow them. That's step number one. Step number two, please follow the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Spotify, Facebook, and Instagram at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And then on Twitter and TikTok, we are at Wrestling2x. Pod. And then in the next few days, we'll be um, posting yung question. Tapos ganun ulit, yung mga nakatamang sagot, we're going to put them in our magic roulette and all of you will get to see kung sino yung mananalo. Alright? So congratulations once again to Aaron Alvarez, the winner of week number one of our New Era Caps promo. Alright, uh, since Aaron is one of our patrons, let's let everybody know how you can be a part of our Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community as well. Okay, guys, you don't need to be a patron to win yung, ano, yung, yung contest. But it really helps because you help us do what we do on the podcast. Every subscription is, you know, uh, a little bit of support our way. You can do that. You can get on the Patreon train by signing up at patreon.com wrestling, slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. For that amount, you can get access to nice perks such as, you know, a Discord community where I share links of fun stuff. Uh, fun giveaways and goodies, if you know what I mean. And we also have watch parties of pay-per-views. We just had one on Monday of WrestleMania Backlash, so that was fun. Uh, we also have exclusive review content of shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, pay-per-views, and all that good stuff. And also, we have exclusive merch. Um, not the merch that we're giving away like uh, from the New Era promo, but you know, merch that has the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast logo on it, like our uh, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast face mask. So we'll be making more merch, having more ideas for that. So if you want to get all of that, again, sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast for as well as 250 pesos a month. All right. Okay, let's start with some breaking news from outside the ring. Literally just broke about an hour ago. Will Ospreay has been injured and is vacating the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So in announced nato on the New Japan English website, he sustained a neck injury nung night two of wrestling wow. Dontaku in Fukuoka. That was nung May 4. So now he's uh, headed back to the UK for rehab. And... um. People have a lot of opinions because Will Ospreay has been pretty polarizing over the last few years. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm not, Shempre, I'm not applauding his injury because, Shempre, as a wrestler, we don't want anyone to get injured ever. If we can wrestle without getting injured, that would be nice. But, uh, Shempre, uh, we can't avoid it because we are doing something physical in the ring. We are subjecting our bodies to that amount of uh, punishment in the ring. But I will say that this could not have come at a better time for New Japan because at, at the heart of it all, New Japan, uh, Will Ospreay is still a controversial figure for all, of his, uh, for all of his misdeeds and his general tomfoolery on the internet. So it's time for New Japan to crown a new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And it could be anyone. Could be Kota Ibushi. Could even be Okada. If they can, if they want to go back in, they want to go back to having someone that people actually like. So good for them. Uh, I think uh, people will finally tune back in. Or for those who started tuning out when Osprey won, this is this is a good way. As much as I hate to say it, as much as I may hate to make a good thing out of an injury, this is a good way for them to get back the people they lost. How about uh, no, uh how, how about evil? Like what if New Japan decides to go back to evil and make him world champion again? Uh Nico alam na yun yung gusto na mangyari kasi they tried it it didn't work. Uh they're not really thinking of that right now. If I were them, I would really just go back to one of the established guys, Okada, Naito, even Ibushi if they want Ibushi back on top. Jay White? Uh, Ray White, if they really wanted to, um, many options, Jan, that will not polarize the crowd. So uh, it's a good time for them to just, you know, put it back on someone reliable. Uh, Jude, in the comment section, uh, one of the geeky ones asks, "What about Minoru Suzuki before he hangs up the boots?" Um, I don't think that's gonna happen because a freelancer, parent technically, see si Minoru Suzuki, diba? He's not really a full-time New Japan contract star. Although I do know that if you wanna book him. 
you kind of have to go through Rocky Romero and the New Japan office. But what did they say secret? Yeah, what are you? Dark side of the ring? <laughs> dark side, don't. Dude, Minoru Suzuki is one of the nicest guys ever. Okay, yeah, yeah, you met him. Yeah, don't, don't need to rub it in. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jude, I don't think, uh, as much as I love uh, Minoru Suzuki, I don't think that's going to happen. I would love for it to happen, but I don't think it will. Alan says either Shingo or Okada should be champion. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if you have any other suggestions for who you think the next IWGP World Heavyweight Champion should be, leave it in the comment section. Let's go over to Mexico for this next piece of news uh, because we also found out this week that the main event for Triple A's Triple Mania has been set. It's Kenny Omega defending the Triple A Mega Championship against Andrade, and that's going to be on August 14. So they have a little under three months to promote this huge mega match. And I'm pretty excited for this because I don't think we've ever seen this before. Yeah, apart yeah, that's from Andrade facing off against Alberto El Patron, which I don't know is still <laughs> happening or not. This is actually his first big matchup after leaving the WWE. And it's actually a pretty huge one. He shot way up in the title picture of Triple A. Don't be I I don't really know. Uh, no, he came from CMLL. So so he came from the other uh, Mexican company, right? And then he's going over to Triple A, and he's now competing for the title, a title that Kenny Omega has held for the longest time now. So I'm excited for this. I don't usually follow Lucha Libre, but for some reason I'm already captivated. Yeah, this is a huge match. Na may dream match potential siya. Kasi it's Andrade, who is uh, highly touted back in the WWE, former NXT champion, former US champion, should have been one of the uh, more popular up-and-coming guys. He's still pretty young, early 30s. So going up against someone like Kenny Omega, that is a pretty big deal. And because of that, there are rumors that uh, have come up saying that Andrade has also had talks with AEW. So who knows? You might see him on Dynamite or on Rampage uh, pretty soon, sooner than later. Yeah, uh, this is huge given uh, Kenny Omega is the leader of the elite. He was once the leader of the Bullet Club. And as we all know, Andrade was the guy behind Los Ingobernables. Yep. He started it all, right? In CMLL, all the way back in 2014. So, ang ang daming meta narrative that you can pull out of this huge matchup. I hope na it will be available to English speaking audiences with English commentary, so I can get more invested in it. Pero kung wala, I don't mind watching it with Spanish commentary. This this is really really huge. Yeah, you'll probably so there, find it with you know, with Spanish commentary. I don't know about English though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to WWE now. And let's stay with the news from outside the ring because we found out this morning that WWE released a bunch of talent and one referee, that being the very problematic Drake Wirtz, formerly known as Drake Younger from his days in uh, CZW. So the other notable names that were released were Alexander Wolf, that's why kick out from Imperium apparently, uh, Kavita Devi, the first female Indian wrestler in WWE, uh, um, who uh, Lance uh, Stanton's favorite wrestler, Jessamine Duke. Jessamine Duke, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, Jessamine Duke. So I'm sure Lance is very disappointed of MMA. Now. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I think the biggest talking point from this set of releases really is Drake Wirtz. And we haven't really talked about him much on the podcast, but the general consensus in the wrestling community is sobrang problematic ng alt-right views ni Drake Wirtz that he'd become such a huge liability for WWE. And I guess the question now is, why did it take them this long to actually act on it? It's actually not just that. If you read the reports that came out, he's also people who have known him for a while because he's been in the indie scene for so long. People who have known him for a while say that he's actually changed and that he wasn't the Drake words that they knew and that he was actually getting into confrontations in the middle of meetings. In fact, when he was told that he was being released, he stormed out of Triple H's office. So... It's very reportedly. Un- reportedly, it's very if it, it were true, it's very unprofessional behavior. Lalo na kung nagkakalat ka ng lagim in your workplace, you know, you're spreading false information and your own rhetoric about the government and and what is going on in the world during sh- such a difficult time. It doesn't really benefit anybody involved. I don't know why it's taken them so long to actually get to the bottom of this. 
Siguro madami kasi gumagalaw dyan sa WWE, right? It's a lot of moving parts. So something like this might take a while to get to the right people. But it, it when it happened and they got they, they let him go when they did, I think it was just the right thing to do. Funnily enough, I just saw him referee a match nung, nung Wednesday, kapon on NXT. Yeah. So, so both he and Alexander Wolf were yeah. still on TV yesterday. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. But Drake Wirtz is your uh, if anyone has a crazy Tito, me preferably in the United States, who uh, is pro Trump and all of that uh, bad stuff. Then that that is Drake Wirtz. So I don't know why it took them this long to get rid of him. Uh, Bruce brings up a very good point to comments. WWE is still holding on to a problematic guy in Velveteen Dream. I don't know why they're still doing that as well. It's baffling and kind of doesn't look good. Parang etong release of Drake words alang. They kind of did it just because they were finally pressured to do it. But if it didn't come to that, they probably intended on keeping him around for quite a while. So uh, I don't know why you're still holding on to that. Fire Velveteen Dream as well. Yeah. So there, uh, what are your thoughts on this latest set of releases? Uh, we'll talk about more NXT and more WWE champing zombies. We're going to get to that after this first break. But first, we've got a special offer for our listeners and viewers of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, courtesy of our friends from Zalora. All right, guys, if you are looking for fits on Zalora from brands like Nike, Adidas, H&M, and so much more of that good stuff, you can use our special checkout code on Zalora. It's wrestling. Again, wrestling. I don't have to spell that out for you. It gives you 25% off plus 10% cash back on your minimum purchase of 1,999 pesos. Uh, all you got to do is just type that code in before you check out, and it will help us do what we do here on the podcast. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hello, this is Agnes Ravasho, CEO at MDI Novaria Technologies. Come listen to My Digital Impact, where I talk about customer experience obsession with fellow business leaders, about relatable moments on customer excellence, and teachable experiences on customer service. My Digital Impact is available wherever you listen to your podcasts, powered by Podcast Network Asia. Check us out after listening to this one. Let's say what's up to JK in the comment section. Thanks for tuning in, man. How about on Kumu? May shout outs batayo? Yes, yes. Maritime shout outs on Kumu. Thank you to Prince RJC for sending us Halo, Halo, and Lugao. Maraming salamat. Sarap. Kyle suggests that Kenny Omega could be the new NJPW or IWGP World Heavyweight Championship because after all, he is a belt collector right now. Kyle also sent us Halo, Halo. Abby sent us Carlito Claps. So thank you for that. Uh, yun, uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for tuning in on Kumu. Uh, for tuning in, hey, si Abby nagsanap palang kabayo. It's apparently oh, salamat, Abby. Thank you, we Abby. Love, Thanks, Abby. We love that palang kabayo. And Kyle mm-hmm. sent another halo halo. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, okay, guys, let's talk about the zombies. <laughs> I think that's the biggest talking point really coming out of WrestleMania backlash. And some people on the internet have been saying that the zombies really set wrestling back. Like, for all of the strides that <laughs> wrestling has been taking to legitimize itself Ooh. as a form of entertainment, as a sport, as a piece of pop culture, you bring in the zombies to promote Dave Batista's Army of the Dead. <laughs> before, before anything, I want you guys to, on, in the comments on Facebook and on Kumu, I want you guys to chime in already with your takes on the zombies because we want to read them, we want to see them, we want to react to them, and you know we are going to have so much to talk about. But as for me, if we're going to talk about the zombies, my answer kasi, is very advertising agency, very PR agency. And in that... I didn't really mind them. I knew it was bad. I knew it was campy. And syempre, no, I knew right away that people were not going to like this at all. Because they straight up played the, the fact that there were zombies and you know not actors dressed like zombies. So automatically, we all know nobody was going to like this. But to me, it is a job they needed to do. It was a promotion. Uh, it was like a promotion segment that they needed to do. We had a big potato mascot on our show, so we're not we're not exempt from judge. I mean, we're not exempt from stunts like this, diva. Right? So I can't really judge them. They had to do this because hey, it was a partnership, and that partnership probably brought them money. You know, I'm so glad you said that because I'm not the only one on that side of the fence. I also agree. 
that while the zombies were so out of left field and it was part of business about we've been talking about uh crossover appeal and and brand integration as the weeks went by and i feel like this is just part of the things that you have to consider was it well done of course not i mean let's face it it was stupid but then it's all it also comes <laughs> with the territory if you want to uh, reach out to a wider audience this is the kind of things you have to do, diba? Could it, okay. Guys, basically, <laughs> what I'm saying is you better prepare for yourself for more of these types of antics because I'm sure okay, no, it's yeah, not no, the I, last I, I, time. Yeah. Wait, wait, stand. Wait, quiet. <laughs> quiet, shush. Okay? It's not the last time we're going to see movies tie up with the wrestling. You know lang. Batista is not retiring from the movie business anytime. It's not, it's not. It's, it's not, not, it's not, not the last time this will happen. Sure. So just prepare yourself for more of this. All I'll say is that it could have been done much better. In fact, see you one in the comment section has a very good suggestion. Like they could have just integrated it into a 24-7 championship shenanigan. But how, how funny would it have been to see R Truth or Akira Tozawa running away from the zombies? In general, with the 24-7 championship story, might as well put the zombies over there. Instead, uh what was supposed to have been a blow-off match in a Damien Priest and the Miz turned into something so Sobrang jumped the shark siya talaga. It was a total jumping the shark moment for that story. And I really felt like Damien Priest and The Miz deserved better. That said, they were also the guys who were in that match with Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. So you can tell that they were probably also willing to do the work, to, to, uh, to, to do the business for something like this. It's just that I wish that they'd done it better. Sana mas creative yung pag-execute. I, okay. um, AEW did it better with Godzilla versus Kong. Why? Because it's a dinosaur scene. Uh, yes, because Luchasaurus is a freaking dinosaur. No, just stop. He's no, a six foot tall guy. What are you talking about? I, <laughs> must, no, 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 no. I mean, the Godzilla versus Kong stuff in AEW was way more subtle than uh, playing yes. up the fact. I don't know. Then I don't know. no no um uh, as far as the brand partnerships with WWE go, uh, U1 is right in bringing up the twenty four seven championship stuff because uh, the stuff they did with Old Spice is way more better um than this. And if I were in the meeting, kung saan pinitch itong execution nato, na we were gonna have actual zombies and everyone was gonna react to them like they were real undead individuals in the ring, I would have shot that down, but not completely. I would have just uh, said, na, okay, they can be zombies, pero you might as well, you know, play them up as actors playing zombies, like. The, Treat them as actors playing zombies because say outright that you're promoting Army of the Dead. I say obviously that you're promoting Army of the Dead so that everyone can understand now, okay, this is a lumberjack match, but they're still doing it tongue-in-cheek and they're not insulting the intelligence of guys like John Morrison and Damien Priest and The Miz in the ring. Yes, yes. I think that would have been uh, a much fairer ask, and that would have been a lot reasonable because nobody thought of that when uh, in the meeting where this was pitched. Right. So that y- was yun, yun yung dahilan siguro kung bakit maraming wrestling fans na napipikon on the internet because it was another example of yung intelligence natin being insulted. And with the way that storytelling is being carried out on shows like Raw, we get we get that on a weekly basis. So to get that on a pay per view where WWE is supposedly at their best, parang now, Ro, you mentioned the actors. We might as well tell you what we found on the internet, which is the identity of these zombies. So apparently, uh, a lot of them are talent. Uh, one of them was uh, reportedly Scotty Tuhati, who yeah. is a coach now at the Performance Center. Other names that have been mentioned were Ikemen, Jiro Kurosho, who has wrestled long, here in the Philippines. Shay Long-Haired Zombie. Shay Long-Haired Zombie. Other names include Joe Gacy, for, uh, formerly of CZW, Asher Hale, uh, Daniel Vido, and Cal Blue. Our boy, our boy, Matty Wahlberg, was a zombie. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So in the realm of like jobber tasks from like gangsters for Triple H to, to whatever other Castlevania entrance, feeling like zombie mga bandang two lang yan yan. If, if, like, if like 10 is is the gangster and two, one yung zombie, I feel like the zombie is on the opposite end of the scale here. But I, I will say that I think, and this is basing off a lot of things I've read before we started. Number one, 
Army of the Dead might have shelled out a lot of money just to get things going. Yes, that is that is uh, part of the deal. Feeling go that was the purpose of the of the Miz and Damien Priest match. That was the sole purpose of having this match run again on the say on a pay per view card for them to have an excuse to stuff zombies in there. Because they nagpapasok ng pera yung movie, but at the same time. Yes, I understand that it could have been done more creatively, but at the same time, trying to appease like a big corporation—that's true, you know—and trying not to fuck it up, basically. So <laughs> I, I can totally, I I can see why. Yes, it could have been done creatively, but at this, I but I understand like it's a business and it needs to be run like a business. You one says if he was offered to be a zombie, he would do it for a paycheck. That's naman tayo. That's naman tayo willing maging zombie guys, for, for money. Guys, don't like you are above becoming zombies. Guys. That's true. Come that's on. true. I've done it once. I've done it once uh, for a for a short video. <laughs> so, yeah, it was fun. Right. Uh, Dave Scott is asking, "Di ba may zombies dun sa match nina Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes last year?" Yeah, but see. Nung time nin, it that was a sense. Halloween match. It, it was a Halloween match. Ito, it was, okay, uh, there's a movie. And it was actual NXT guys. Like, see, the NXT referee, he became a zombie. And then it was all revealed to be a, you know, it, it felt like a bad drug trip from Cameron Grimes. In your yeah. story, nun. Uh, Super P saying, I wish the zombies ate everyone. Ito hindi ko gusto eh. So the following day, diba, on Monday Night Raw, John Morrison shows up na parang walang nangyari. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. casually says the Miz got injured, which is legit, by the way. First major injury of the Miz's career torn ACL, so prayers up for the Miz. But like John <laughs> Morrison shows up <laughs> like nothing happened. Yung pa yung, ano, yung pa yung ano, inisip ko nung nakita ko yung zombies and nakita ko yung finish na the zombies ate everyone or the ate Miz and Morrison. I knew for a fact that both Miz and Morrison were gonna show up unscathed the next night on Raw. And that was the bigger issue for me. Not yeah. the fact that there were zombies. <laughs> yeah, like what happened to selling stuff, right? Yeah, well, at least Miz kind of got to inadvertently sell his his zombie attack. Who knows? This might lead him to become the next Johnny Cage. That's true. People are actually asking, oh, is the Miz gone because he's going to be shooting the Mortal Kombat sequel? Guys, wait. Kaka premiere lang no Mortal Kombat movie. Mag-shoot na sila agad. Seryoso ba? No, he's injured, guys. He's injured. Legit yeah, he's legit so. injured, so it's it, it's uh it's a, not a good absence for uh, the Miz, I, and I, we're really gonna feel his absence. I just realized if it, it was true that Maddie Wahlberg was one of the zombies, then uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast holds a pretty major distinction in being a podcast that has interviewed one of the zombies <laughs> of the segment. <laughs> so Maddie Wahlberg has been a bidder at an auction. A security guard who's taken a Saito suplex from Carrion Cross and a zombie. <laughs> I love it. I just love it. Okay, uh, let's talk about other stuff from WrestleMania Backlash. Good vibes, the man. The Mysterios are the first ever father and son tag team champions, like we predicted on last week's show. And um, what's the over under on the number of weeks they're gonna get to hold the championships? Yeah, they're still building up the Uso drama. So if the rumors are to be believed na sila yung papalit. It's gonna take a while because it's still fresh. Man, you still don't know where uh, Jimmy's gonna end up. Diba? So, so it might it might be last it might last two pay-per-views. Diba? Assuming that on the next pay-per-view they hash it out. So it might yeah, they got last time. two diba? they, it might last two pay-per-views. Okay. Kasi I think uh, like by the next pay-per-view tapos na. Like I don't know. Um, a feel-good moment like this for me, para mas malakas yung heat. Like it has to be taken out from under you as quickly as possible. And this is me with the hindsight of feeling the anger from when Christian lost the world heavyweight championship two days after he'd won it. So that's just me. Maybe I'm just evil. Uh, but I I loved it. I loved that match. I loved the finish. It was very poetic. Now they won with Dominic pulling off the frog splash. What a shout out to Eddie Guerrero. And sobrang ganda ng, ng pictures of Ray and Dominic holding up the championships. And then if you look at Ray Mysterio's Instagram, there's a very nice collage of all of his pictures with Dominic from when he was younger and attending WWE shows. 
And then nasa gitna is them at WrestleMania Backlash as tag team champions. Really good stuff. Yeah, it's a really good moment for them. Uh, I agree with you one in the comments saying that the match could have been a little shorter. Uh na oversell yung pagka underdog nila for being attacked backstage. But yeah, congratulations to Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero's son. <laughs> congratulations as well to Natalia and Tamina for finally being the women's tag team champions. You know, they, they really had to point it out on the broadcast that it's Tamina's first major championship because she did win the 24-7 championship last year. Uh, but when you think about it, Tamina has been on the roster since 09, if I'm not mistaken. And it's her yeah, first Yeah, she debuted with the Usos. Mm, yeah, she did. So, siguro yung mas matagal na, na drought from debut to first championship is Fandango. Because he was around for like 15 years before he became a tag champ sa NXT. So, yeah. Uh, really happy as well for Natalia and Tamina. Uh, let's talk about Cesaro and Roman Reigns, that main event from WrestleMania Backlash. I was really happy na sila yung nag-main event. And for a while, I was scared na uh, Drew, Bobby, and Braun would have been the main event. So when I saw na semi-main sila and there was Roman and Cesaro in the end, I was pretty happy and I knew that they were going to get a lot of time. And I thought that they really built Cesaro up. Like, he didn't win, yes, but I think it was one of those times when somebody lost and looked strong in the process. It's funny you should mention yung yung order in the match because there were also rumors coming out of Sunday that the ma- the main event segment was changed a lot of times before the show went on. So uh, it was kind of like a stroke of luck that Cesaro and Roman ended uh, closed the show. And I agree, it was really good. Uh, I thought we were gonna get your traditional, your typical Cesaro match in which he throws people around like a rag doll, but I'm glad that we didn't because it also showed that Cesaro can hang with uh, the main eventers in Rowan Reigns. It might not have been that obvious for a lot of people. I'm not sure. I don't know if you guys agree with that. But I think he was really made as a main eventer in that match. Yeah, no, I agree. First of all, I like, we said this last week, I like how Roman Reigns is able to bring Cesaro up to that main event level. You've seen him as a Ben Carter for all these years. He's been with the company for about 10 years now and all that time. And then he's playing Uno with his friends in his free time and having matches when he when he can. But now that we saw this match, I actually saw a side of Cesaro that I didn't usually see. But there's a character there. There's, there's, there's a charisma there that you don't usually see. Because he just uh, usually you just see him swing people around. So I like how they delved into his personality, his in-ring style a little bit more in this match. What I did not like was how when Seth Rollins came out and just told everybody's spotlight. Like I didn't, it didn't make sense for me to be rather to have somebody just go out there who didn't even have a match this entire card. Right, and he just suddenly goes out there in his ugly painted suit <laughs> and just curb stomps t- Cesaro. Not just taking away the spotlight from guys like Roman or, or Cesaro who actually put on the money out of the show. I don't know. I think it's all, uh, they're all they're just doing the entire hero's journey for Cesaro. So after the big hype uh, at WrestleMania, they're going to pile on him and then have him come out of that. And if he can stay alive, stay healthy for all of that. Diba? So uh, I don't know. I, I kind of was wishy-washy on the ending with Seth as well. Um, I didn't know if, if, if that was necessary at Backlash. I think it could have waited for SmackDown in a couple of days. So, yun, but uh, gets, um, totally understand. So, to close that part, I, I'd say na I actually liked it. Because if the idea is to really build Cesaro as your hero, you have to make him super sympathetic. Like, he passed out due to the guillotine. Great. Um, now, let's bring Seth out and beat the crap out of Cesaro. Para talagang kawawa siya. So, as a fan, like, if you're a kid and Cesaro is your guy, you're going to cry. Diba? So, I, I thought it was a great way to really build the heat for Seth Rollins and make Cesaro extra sympathetic. So Yeah, but he already beat Seth Rollins twice. Yeah, and, and Seth Rollins is bitter and, and is petty. That makes him a big heel for doing what he did, right? Yeah, no, right. yeah, it's um, fine. I, I get it, and I get both, I get both sides. So, um, okay lang. I guess they could have just waited until SmackDown. 
Jackie brings up a good point. What if they do a triple threat with Seth? I I would actually I I was actually thinking how they incorporate Seth, how to incorporate Seth in this main event title picture. So that would be actually be a good way. I would buy that. Yeah, Lalana, if uh, Seth messes with Roman Reigns or gets in the way of something that Roman Reigns wants to do, but Roman's also really petty, so he's probably gonna want to go after Seth. So you know, put them and and Cesaro in the ring. I think that would be magic. Right. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the WWE Championship picture. We're gonna name Backlash match. <laughs> let's go to Raw direction at Ayo because after the events of WrestleMania Backlash, next post talaga and after Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman, there really is no next level of baby faces, and that's been the problem of Raw since Keith Lee went away for whatever reason. Like we still don't know where Keith Lee is, why he's been away. Pero sobrang ramdam mo yung yung gap between. The Drew McIntyre level of babyface and the next, like who's next? Riddle, Kofi Kingston, deba. Because even Kofi isn't on that level anymore since he lost the championship in 2019. So the fact that we got Kofi stepping up on Raw was kind of fresh. The fact that we got Ricochet back on TV was kind of fresh. I just wish they did that earlier so that these guys would have had momentum heading into an episode of Raw like this when they needed that one A or one B tier of babyfaces. I just didn't like how they uh, kind of rushed and parang double double booked Kofi on Raw. Because uh, when he was so feeding with Orton, then somehow that got resolved, I think. And then he stepped up to be uh, uh, the challenger, the contender for Bobby Lashley, which I don't know is if it's going to push through next week. Because it was mostly for Drew to mess with Bobby instead of Kofi really taking the shot and uh, stepping up back to the main event seat of Raw. So I don't know where it's going from there. I just know that they haven't moved on from it. It's more that during Raw, ang daming promo na, we're going to come for Bobby Lashley. We're going to take his championship. And then the main event, oh, wala pala kayo eh. Like Mace and T-Bar, nag-promo sila. <laughs> Tapos, wala pala kayo eh, di ba? Cedric Alexander, what if I go against Bobby Lashley? Wala ka pala eh. So parang, in, 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 on one hand, yeah, sure, you made the open challenge an important recurring storyline throughout the show. But on the other hand, you kind of also made everyone else look stupid at the end when that wasn't resolved at all. Only one guy came forward to challenge the champion. Yep. Uh, I, wish yeah. it, I, I would rather it was Shelton, actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I... I... The raw is just messy for me at this point, so I don't even know where to start with like an opinion. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna talk about um NXT after the break. Let's talk about the new North American champion. But before we get to that, let's tell you about another way you can support the wrestling wrestling podcast, and that is through our friends over at Lazada. All right, guys, you might be doing your shopping online on Lazada. So everything you need, hashtag Nasa Lazada yan. And you can support us as we do what we do here on the podcast by using our special Lazada affiliate link. All you got to do is type this link or enter it in your browser, podlink.co slash EUL, podlink.co slash EUL. Use that before you add to the cart and check out because uh, portions of your purchases will go in um, helping us do what we do. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey there, my name is Chloe. Just dropping by this podcast to tell you that I'm on one too. It's called The Great Connections Podcast. Over there, we talk about the lives of Filipinos overseas at ang descarte sa buhay OFW. So go ahead and listen to The Great Connections Podcast after you finish this episode, okay? The Great Connections Podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. See you there! The Great Connections Podcast. Let's get to some shoutouts on Kumu. All right, Kyle is still sending us hello, hello. Maraming salamat, Kyle, for that. Uh, he also says that it should be the Mysterios versus Styles and Amos for the Unified Tag Team Championships. I don't think we need a Unified Tag Team Championship at this point because uh, we need the depth on both shows. Uh, saying hey to Mark Temones, uh, Shirley Peralta, Chablita Montero, Brian Vince, RJC, what's up, man? Uh, George Nicor, 30. Uh, Jamaica Kalaikai, thank you guys for tuning in to Kumu and you know listening to us do what we do and talk about wrestling. Uh, shout out to Nathan si Martin who's tuning in for, to us from Brazil, man. Hey Martin, what's, what's up, up man? Martin? What's up, Martin? Hey. 
Martin shows some love for the Ever Ice on Chino's background. Right. Yeah, we love Ever Ice on this podcast. Uh, we want to say hi as well and big thanks to the guys from Kumu. After all, uh, they're the ones who have let us have the verified blue check mark on our account and they've hey. let us hang out on Kumu for over a year now. And Kumu, by the way, is a Pinoy live streaming app in case you palam, where you can connect and tambay with Filipino streamers like us and celebrities, not like us. So you can use <laughs> our link in the description and download Kumu right now. We're okay, celebrity uh, stand. That's a shout out tayo lahat eh. So oh, nga. Oh, nga naman. <laughs> come on, man. You can, bo- you can book a shout no, out uh, from no. any of us. From, from, from oh, me true. and from these two guys, man. Yeah. So, come on, man. Put, put some smoke on that. Right? Actually, alam niyo kung celebrity, si Dave Batista. That's why oh. we need him on the podcast. That's why we continue to manifest hashtag road to Batista. Thanks, JK, for the reminder. Okay, let's talk about NXT. You've got a new North American champion in Bronson Reed. And while I'm sad na uh, the way all can't be champions, I think it was the right time, the right move to push Bronson Reed finally and have a babyface champion on NXT, aside from Kushida. Yep. Um, I thought it was kind of sudden, but okay, uh, they've been building it up since uh, NXT TakeOver. So okay lang then. It was a good match, good TV stuff. Uh, they really needed to do that stuff to keep TV interesting for all of us, for people who are still waiting on the next TakeOver, which is happening in June, I believe. But uh, they haven't really uh, started building up to it. So yun, uh, really good moment. Uh, NXT is still much wa- must-watch television every every week, guys, if you haven't started watching it yet. Yeah, didn't I know think Stan, uh, yeah, she Stan forgot about MSK being a uh, face face. Oh yeah, face crap. Champion. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, so I know I like I like how sudden it was for me to see Bronson Reed uh, win because I've seen this matchup before and he's lost uh, twice to Johnny Gargano now before this one if I'm not mistaken. So for him to actually get this victory was most surprising and it was also a moment because you know the mid card title scene. Is meant for people to shine, but to see what they can bring to the picture, and maybe management finally saw, or creative, or whoever finally saw something in Bronson Reed that allowed him to actually step up and shine and, and be the character he was meant to be. I'm also just happy that he doesn't call himself thick anymore because that's <laughs> just disturbing to me. Uh, All right, representation fan. for thick as, boys. As as a no, I'm not thick, Stan. So no, no, not not for <laughs> sorry, not for you. Oh, sorry, Pat, when you got thick. I'm just fat. I'm just fat. Call it what it is, guys. I'm not fluffy. I'm not thick. I'm well, thick. some guys like identifying as yeah. fluffy, like Gabriel yeah. Iglesias, right? Some guys like identifying as thick. Our our friend MDJ likes to call himself matabuff, right? So that's a body type, and we respect yeah. that. Sige, lagay mo sa doctor's record mo yun. Sige. Comorbidity, thick. Yeah, sabi mo, thick ka. I mean, at this rate, lahat na lang comorbidity. So, whatever. Um, saying what's up to uh, Jeb, who points out that next week we'll be seeing Frankie Monet finally debut on NXT. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. I also like how they really built up next week's episode. Like, we're getting uh, Pete Dunne, in a big match, Karrion Cross and Finn Balor uh, for the second time. That's next week as well. So, you know, um, Rose right actually, when he said in sa Patreon reviews, Niana, NXT consistently puts out these must-watch episodes. And it's so easy to sleep on it just because there's so much content out there. But if you really had to find one show from start to finish na sobrang ganda from top to bottom, it's really NXT. Yeah, because uh, I, I know you guys like to watch Raw, SmackDown, because those are the big stars. Those are the more mainstream names, if you will. But if you really are tired of how they write their shows, especially Raw, then NXT is your solution to the guy. It's not as big, uh, you know, as um, Raw and SmackDown in terms of star power. But still, if you want good wrestling, if all you care about is good wrestling, then it's worth your time. Special shout out to Cameron Grimes because he's really playing up this Dibiase feud. Oh, yung parang, alam mo yung pag pag ina unmask yung monster sa Scooby Doo. That that is all Cameron Grimes. That is just all him all day, and I love it. Like the way that way he sounds so frustrated at Ted Dibiase. It's comedy gold. Oh, yeah, sobrang solid din si Ted Dibiase is actually there week to week now. He's always right. appearing, and he got a full on entrance this week. And when you think about it. Dapat si Teddy Biasi yung hile. Kasi yes. ginagagawin niya si Cameron Grimes, di ba? Like, when you oh. think about it, Cameron Grimes is the victim 
and Ted DiBiase is the bully. So why the hell are we all being conditioned to if, cheer? Hey, the Cameron Grimes is a dick. Cameron Grimes diba, is a if dick. You pull, no, sorry, if you pull out and, and look at this on a macro level, this is just a rich guy versus another rich guy. <laughs> so Ted DiBiase, who's been a heel his entire career in the WWE, is now suddenly a face, and we're supposed to cheer for the richer guy. Laboy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Jake the Snake, right? He healed throughout his entire career, and now he's a good guy because he's coming out from the right side of the AEW tunnel. <laughs> I don't know, man. This, this whole Ted DiBiase, it works, though. I'm not, I'm not complaining. It's just, it's erroneous. I automatic good guy, except Filipinas. No, because Cameron Grimes is a dick. Uh, remember, he's tossing out uh, he's tossing out money to Jake Atlas because he thinks he's a valet and stuff like that. So I guess Ted DiBiase is putting him in his place. And they couldn't let him actually. But it's two rich uh, dicks uh, outriching the other person, something like that. I guess. I'll, I mean, it, it's funny, right? It's funny. It's a, it works, though. Yeah, it's just funny. Two ugly people yeah. going at one another. Jeb is actually onto something. Maybe, maybe the end game for all of this is Ted DiBiase managing Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Why did I would buy that? My begrudging respect at the end of their little yeah. feud. <laughs> it, it's like the bar, only with the manager. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Let's go over to AEW this time. And there's news from this week that there's a new AEW show that will be debuting, if not by the end of the year, then by next year. It's called Rampage. And by 2022, both Dynamite and Rampage will be transferring stations. Hindi na sa TNT, they'll be on TBS, which is a bigger network because that's network television um, as opposed to TNT, which is on a, on a, on cable. cable. Oh, Stan, sorry. Correct. I'm going to correct you. TBS is also cable. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I always thought it was their, their network. No, 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 no. TNT, TNT and TBS are on the same basic uh, cable package. Okay. So, so Dynamite and Rampage, uh, that in a lineup ng AEW on top of what they do sa AEW Dark, AEW Dark Elevation. Um, next week, if you're going to be looking out for AEW, you're not going to find them on Thursday morning, Manila time, because that's when the NBA playoffs begin. So TNT has moved their schedules around and we're getting Friday Night Dynamite next week. So that's going to be at 10 p.m. Eastern time, Friday night. So that's 10 a.m. Manila time satin on Saturday next week. So it's going to be a while before we see Dynamite again. Uh, but looking ahead to Double or Nothing, which is in a couple of weekends, I'm surprised that they've actually built a stacked card. So I'm going to have to give AEW credit for that, even though a, a lot of times you also dunk on their storytelling. Gusto ko na at least planado ng card nila. Hindi parang WWE na there's a random match that'll get booked like six days or a day before the pay-per-view. Ito, you have a nine-match card na from top to bottom, naka-lock in na yung mga competitors mo. So by the time the go home uh, go home show airs on Friday night dynamite, may ano ka na, may story ka na, na naka layout. Yeah, uh, they were doing longer term booking. Uh, in WWE naman is they book a sh- they book a match for one raw and then they repeat that for the next few weeks and then that's how you know it's going to be on pay-per-view. So good um at least for Tony Khan's uh, one-man writing team, uh, he at least knows how to book per- book long-term plans. So good for them. Um, actually, weird that uh, we are getting a stack card. I think because parang ang dami ng yare ever since uh, ever since the last AEW pay-per-view, and they still managed to find a way to create matches for the for the pay-per-view. So yeah. Uh, but, you know, definitely looking forward to that. Okay, Dave Scott's asking in the comment section, tatapatan nila yung SmackDown? No, kasi SmackDown will be airing two hours before Friday Night Dynamite airs. Yeah, so they, know, technically, they knew what they were doing. Sila. They knew mm. what they were doing there. Yeah, kasi I think ultimately, mas malakas pa rin yung drawing power ng SmackDown over AEW, even if it's on the same night, diba? I hope that... Uh... AEW does a better job with this show that it's been doing with Dark and Dark Elevation. <laughs> if it's another two-hour fest of just squash matches, then what are they doing with all the guys that they hired? You know, so it's just a better, it's an avenue for them to showcase showcase all this talent because it's sayang the money. 
You know what? Uh, so- something I would like to do, and this is an exercise I want to pitch to uh, our viewers on Kumu and on Facebook. Kung kunwari naka brand split yung AEW, but you have two shows. You have Dynamite, you have Rampage. Kung naka brand split, how would you split those rosters? Because you have a very deep pool for AEW. Okay, I'm um, think I really actually did think about this, and thinking about it now, I don't think they're gonna do a brand split because that's what WWE does, and they kind of don't want to or try as much as possible not to do anything WWE does. So uh, I feel like it's gonna be like WWE in the early 2010s, uh, mid 2010s, where um, everyone was having enough time on uh, both Raw and SmackDown. Tapos, you see some people on SmackDown more than you see some people on Raw, but you see both. Uh, you see a lot of the top guys on both shows, something like that. So I think that's what they're gonna do. I don't think they're gonna do a draft because that people will uh, make comparisons to WWE if they do that. You know what? I think if they did do a draft, it would actually be uh, end up being a very balanced card on yeah, both sides. Agreed. Very balanced roster because their rosters are their roster is so deep. It's not impossible for me to see a stack show on either side of the brand or the promotion because they've hired all these guys. Who's to say that they can't break the inner circle up, or you know, break you know, bring up other guys from dark, or you know, put the dark order into separate shows? So it's actually very feasible for me to see them split this down right down the middle and still have an equally good product either way. I think what I would do if there was like a brand split to AEW is I'd give it the more sports presentation, which is something that we've always wanted, but from yung mga WWE draft. No, we never really got kasi napaka, napaka ho-hum lang ng presentation ng WWE draft. But given that AEW is on TNT and then later on it will be on TBS, I think mas kaya nilang ipull off yon. Uh, number one. Number two, I would keep the champions on both shows. So like Kenny Omega is your world champion. That, that's your only world champion. He's going to appear on both shows. Pero meron ka mga flagship stars on Dynamite and on Rampage. So like I'll probably keep Moxley on Dynamite. And then on Rampage, I'd probably put Chris Jericho there if and when the inner circle breaks up. Because you're going to spread them around. Uh, Sammy Guevara, let's put him on Dynamite because you want to push that young guy. Diba? Uh, let's put Jake Hager on Rampage where he can continue being Chris Jericho's heavy. Something like that. Chino Maglaya uh, makes a good point here on uh, the comments. He says they hope uh, he hopes that they add another title for the other show. Uh, where, like, I, I would assume, like the U.S. and Intercontinental Championships on Raw and SmackDown. I would prefer something like that if it did happen. The Magkakaroon and Brand Split. You do need, even though you have like a world champion appearing on both shows, you do still kind of need uh, someone to hold the fort and to be the top or the number two guy. The one B guy on both brands. Sabini Allen in the comments: If AEW does a draft, the guys from inside the NBA have to host it, and I agree. <laughs> yeah, Shaq, Kenny, EJ, and Chuck have them all there. Um, but say briefly, see Charles Barkley not to take a crap on the wrestling business. <laughs> Admin Angela says in the comment section: You mid card championship will now be the TBS championship. Yes, Actually, yeah, that's, that's a big problem. Like, how how do you rebrand that title now? It's TV. funny though that it's the, that wrestling is going to be on the same network that shows mga Family Guy, mga Simpsons <laughs> friends. reruns, Friends, the uh, it, I guess it's a better fit because entertainment, yeah, for enter- parang, for what it's worth. But then, parang yeah, Jackie TV, Baker, parang Jack TV, exactly, exactly. Parang Jack TV. Uh, Stevie from the Geeky One says, "Just call the TNT Championship the AEW Memorial Championship." Diba that was Brody Lee Memorial Championship? Yeah, just call it the TV title. What? What? The, why are you so? Why is it so complicated? Just call it. Well, because they're using branding of network. <laughs> oh, the yeah. face of the network. Yeah, diba. Yeah, uh, yeah. He says Brody Lee Memorial Championship. Tama, tama. Davis asking, "Magpapalit pa ng ring names si Rampage Brown of NXT UK?" I don't think so. Like, what's the point? John says, uh, maybe unify with the FTW championship. Uh, yeah, I think we do. You could actually use the FTW championship as an actual championship for real, for real this time. Yeah, I have an issue with the FTW championship. Like, why is it there? Because when it was first brought out, my counting pomp and circumstances, that my story where Brian Cage defends it, but after staying ruined, Team Taz, parang wala na, wala ng kwenta yung FTW championship. Like, it's just there, it's a prop, and 
I, I hate it when a prop is just a prop and not an actual story device. I, I'll, I'll juxtapose this with what Moose did for the TNA World Championship. Because before, it was actually legitimized as the TNA World Championship. It was just a belt that Moose carried around. It held no power in TNA in Impact Wrestling. And yet, for some reason, it worked as a symbol. The passion see Thanos in a, in, a, in a strange way. There's a parallel to that. Now, that said, this FDW Championship... Has just gotten has just got the way of all the other failed storylines or abandoned storylines that AEW started with. Maybe they were going down the same way with the Impact World Championship, or it's a fictional title that carries some sort of respect. Because it has invented no title, but they never really just saw it through after a while. Which is more egregious to you guys? Uh an FTW championship meaning nothing. Or the anonymous general manager of Raw? Uh, the GM. So the championship is meaningless. Because it's not even pushed on, on Dynamite. So I don't really care if it's there. Because nobody's doing anything with it. And it's not like they're treating it as a big deal. So okay lang. it's okay lang for them to have it there. Yeah, so I agree with the GM. Let's answer uh, Joseph's question. Because section. Uh, do you guys think that after Cross Balor 2... It's going to be Johnny Gargano versus Karrion Cross. Now that Johnny's lost the North American Championship, parang naudlut kasi ng tapatan nila from uh, a few weeks ago. I don't think so because Johnny Gargano is still a heel, and you know every time you have a heel versus heel matchup, napa confusing yah. Like who am I supposed to cheer for? But we saw it with AJ Styles and Elias on Raw. I was watching that and I was going, who am I supposed to cheer for? So with Johnny versus Karrion Cross, parang ganon din same question. No, I think so, it's gonna happen. Sorry, sorry. I think it's also gonna happen. But bro, go ahead. Oh no, uh, I was. I think it's gonna happen because um, they did plant the seeds for it, and I think uh, you don't plant the seeds for nothing over on NXT. Uh, you got to do what you got to do there. Um, you got to plant the gun if you have, if you will. I think what they're doing with Cross is they're doing they're treating him as a tweener, but not like a really good tweener. Because the best tweener right now is still Randy Orton, and uh, you have to make sure that you present him as the same person no matter who he's going up against. So I don't think they've done that just yet, but I think this is how, where they're going to do it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we, we saw Cross play the sort of face in his match with Legado. And at the end of the day, because it's three on one, even if he is such a, a badass heel. So feeling this will play out in the same way because Johnny Gargano has Austin Theory. Right? So yeah. that might actually work out in, in that manner. And Johnny is just so good at playing the smarmy heel that that it only works out in Cross's favor to have him stand uh, across somebody like Johnny Gargano. Right? I mean, I agree with you guys. I don't think you guys are wrong. It's just that um, the old school fan in me finds it hard to really cheer for a baby face na malaki. Against a small heel. Okay. Okay. It, it's just uh, well, it's just weird. It's it's a weird visual. Like, how can you be the underdog kung ang laki laki mo tas imbak? Imbak ane? Eh. Ang laki mo MMA fighter ka pa? How, you know how is Johnny Gargano realistically going to be? You know why it's sad? It's, it's because of the intangibles. That's what the intangibles <laughs> set you apart. Anong mga John Cena? Anong mga John Cena? Intangibles niya? Diba intangibles niya <laughs> and his invisibility literally intangible jeez uh, say what's up to Julian over in the comment section who is thanking Ro for joining the premiere of his podcast hey. thank you man I just tuned in I didn't really join him on the podcast I just tuned in uh, you guys should check it out um, the more people talking about wrestling here in the local podcast industry the better because uh, you know rising tide all boats all of that yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. And the more people that knows about podcasting, but the more that we can really legitimize it as a platform, the more that we can have sponsorships, we can make money out of it. Uh, we can have more X deals where we give away stuff like the new era cap that's on my head right now, which we're giving away for next week, by the way. So if you want this uh, Macho Man Randy Savage cap from new era caps, all you have to do is to give us a follow on Spotify, 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and then do the same for at New Era Cap PH. So that's step number one. Step number two is coming up in a couple of days. We'll be posting a question about Macho Man Randy Savage. So watch out for that on our social media. For now, though, let's get to our picks of the week and let's start with Chino. All right. So my pick of the week goes out to my weekend show coming this Saturday. First of all, I can't pick picks in the broad because he sold that book beautifully. <laughs> uh, so now I'm picking something in honor of my roast battle, online roast battle free happening this Saturday, Manila time, 8.30 p.m. Tickets available at sure.com.ph slash ORB3. Now, the reason I say that is because I stumbled upon a little podcast called At Wrestle Roast. It's available on Twitter and on YouTube. At Wrestle, at Wrestle Roasts is hosted by Mike Lawrence, the Season 1 Roast Battle Champion, as well as Dan St. Germain, who you may know from the Masked Man show, as well as the guy behind WWE Creative's tw- Twitter account. Yung, yung fake Twitter Ayon, account. Ayon, that's fake, that's, uh, right? Like, the fake Twitter account. Okay. Right? And all three of them basically just roast a particular WWE wrestler. So they <laughs> everybody... Huh? No, 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 on It was just like they just put up a picture and they roast him on Zoom. So they've done everybody from Hulk Hogan to uh to Rick Fli- uh, sorry to Jerry the King Lawler to the Hardy Boys, which was so good. It's so funny if you're into roast jokes. It's such a it's such a great watch for the hour that it takes for them to roast. It's available on Apple iTunes and I think. As well as on an audio format. Uh, my honorable mention, available on Patreon real soon when I figure out how to upload it, is <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring Season 3, Episode 3, The Ultra Violence of Nick Gage. Such a good watch. Young. How about you, Ro? Uh, just so you know, Patreon uh, subscribers can get access to those shows because I share them. Uh, I just won't share how I do that. But, uh, you know, if you want, the plug uh just sign up for our patreon um okay my pick of the week is from smack uh smackdown wrestlemania backlash temporary main event not then roman reigns versus cesaro if you haven't seen it go watch it if you didn't know now you know my pick of the week is the wwe icons episode on rob van dam so i caught that on monday because it was also premiered on peacock and on the network right after wrestlemania backlash and you know as, as somebody who loved rvd as a teenager and someone who continues to love him for his outside the ring advocacies, then you know it, it was something that really put a smile on my face. So uh, go watch that because it's it's nice to get to see the early career of RVD, which I wasn't really too familiar with. Because all I know of him is the WWE stuff now. So go catch right. that. All right. Um, other plugs that we got to remind you about. Of course, we have another way you can support the podcast, and that is through our friends over at Shopee. Take it away, Ro. All right, guys, similar lang to the other uh, link we, j- we gave you. All you got to do is use this link before you add to cart and check out. The link is tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. tinyurl.com slash WWPXSHOPEE. All right, uh, same thing. Uh, click that link, type it in your browser before you add to cart and check out. Portions of your purchases will go to you know helping us do what we do here on the podcast. Chino, any upcoming appearances aside from yeah. your roast? Uh, online roast battle three happening Saturday, 8:30 p.m. Tickets available sure.com.ph slash ORB3. Also, class down a brand new episode coming up tomorrow with some of my comedian friends from the Philippines, Mike Sadi, Jeff Scalion, and Jetro Trago. We just we just shoot the shit. That's just what we do. That's literally what the episode description is. <laughs> Chino just shoots the shit with three comedians. So wonderful. Of course, you can check out smarthenry.com for all your wrestling news and reviews. We've got daily content that we're pumping out on top of what we do here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And you can also check out my other podcast, On Deck with Stan C. Go give that a follow on Spotify as well. On that note, thank you very much to Babyface producer Nikai behind the scenes, Babyface producer Sola, who also cleans up all of our stuff before we get it out there on Spotify for you. Thank you to every single patron, listener, subscriber, follower, joiner sa mga contest, uh, um, everybody who's part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you all and we're happy that you're always with us every Thursday and for every audio-only episode. And we're happy that we get to share 
the, the wrestling swag, wrestling merch that we get to, uh, that we get um, here on the podcast. On that note, please don't be a zombie, which means stay healthy, stay safe, keep those masks on, and if you can, please get vaccinated, get a slot. Uh, if you have to come out with all your comorbidities and health conditions, go do it. Because it's important at this point to vaccinate. That's how desperate we are. Because we live in the Philippines. And yeah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. Kaya na sobrang si Chino eh. No, uh, wait, first of all, I just want to say na ang taka lang na kailangan pala lang higyan ng medical certificate yung obesity. Like, wala tapos lang baka. I mean, honestly. Oh, they asked for it? She didn't ask me anything. I just said, yo, I'm here because I have a comorbidity. The girl was like, ah, okay, I see what you have because I have eyes. So, come on. <laughs> But apparently here you have to legitimately come out with whatever comorbidity you have. So, on man yun, ilabas yun na. Kasi ako may allergic rhinitis ako at high blood rin ako. So, you know. Apparently. 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 <laughs> oh, para mabakunahan na ako. And also, as Bruce points out, vaccines are expiring. So, go ahead. Go and get yourself vaccinated. Um, on behalf of Romaran and Chino Liao, we got to say thank you once again. This episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is in the books. My name is Stan C. And we are out of here. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.